my voice and worship you, Lord. Lord, we exalt you. Lift up your voice and watch Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. Maraboro di vos para de This is the last third day in the year 2022. It shall not be mentioned in the year 2022 again, the third day, until eternity, when all days shall report before the living one who created the heavens and the earth. We are prophetic people, Lord. We understand the prophetic language. And we thank you for the privilege and honor you have given to us to be in the house of the Lord on the third day, which is the last third day that will be mentioned in the calendar of 2022. A God and King, the next third day after this third day shall be in a new year. The year of transcendent glory and mercy that comes from the bosom of the Father. We give you the praise and honor and glory. The distinction of the sons of Baraka is that they know the season. And we thank you because in Christ's tabernacle, you are giving us understanding of the season. We thank you, O God, for your honor and your spirit that is in control. For the Bible says the wind bloweth wherever it wills. No one knows where it's coming from. And no one knows where he's going. Such are those who are led by the Spirit. And we thank you, Lord, that we are led by the Spirit. The Bible says, I was glad when they said unto me, We will go into the house of the Lord. My fish shall stand in your gates, O Jerusalem. Lord, we magnify your name for the grace you have given to us. We thank you for the understanding and insight that we have received from you. To be in the tabernacle of our God. In the house of our God, O Lord, our King, we exalt and magnify your name. Rita Mosso Brakali de Dovashkanadai. Our God, our King, we thank you because of what you have planned that will be taking place within now and the end of this year. For every day of this year shall bring to remembrance. It's replica in the days of the months over the year. For every day of this year, this month, December, will give account before you. And Lord, a book of remembrance shall be opened concerning those who serve you. I pray, O oh God, that we shall be numbered among them. Nothing of the enemy of flesh will be able to take us away from your presence. Our God and King, we bless your name because we do things that we do not know the implications. 
But those who are led by the Spirit, those who are guided by the Spirit, will always be guided unconsciously into your perfect will. We thank you so much, O God, for what you began to do among us and with us from the 1st of December. And we bless you, Lord, that every every day of this month remaining shall speak on our behalf. To you be the glory and honor and praise and thanksgiving forever and ever in the name of your sovereign son, Jesus Christ. Shall we say amen? Say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. I welcome you to a special night with God. You know, there are many gifts in the body of Christ and many grace. Many times you do things you don't know. Are you ever conscious that you will not mention number three day in 2022 ever? It is the last thought in the year 2022. The journey of a year begins from today, which will be shortened in a few days into a, a new year. These things are very prophetic. Very, very prophetic. And that's the reason why it is very good for those of you who hunger for the Lord to respond to God. If God is not our priority, we lost. We missed it. But if you make God your priority, you will not sweat too much on earth. But you have so much. I want to congratulate you for coming into this meeting tonight. I want to welcome the person beside you while you take your seats. Go ahead and take your seats, please. Amen. Hallelujah forevermore. Are you We are going to go into our communion straight away. But before we go into communion tonight, I want to tell you this. I've been discussing with you about what's the topic we are looking at. What have we been talking about? Somebody say it loud. Renounce, let it, let it be hard in hell. Spiritual perfect. I know that uh, my, one of my sons, Pastor Emmanuel, is linked to this meeting. I just received a text from him, thanking God for the revelations for the past two days. And he said that we, are, we have been joining and we enjoy it. You know, there is nothing as good for me as revealing the truth to God's people. That is my fulfillment. I, my day is fulfilled. If I can help you to know the hidden one behind the veil, but can be revealed, it gives me happiness. Because then it means that many of us will be able to access the presence. I want the children of this church, I want them to be, I would say that, um, I want them to be more than me when I was their age. I would mean now. There is no way I can... English doesn't have words for it. I want those children 
at a very young age like that. To ha- yes, I think I have the English now. <laughs> you know, sometimes your spirit is ahead of your mind. I want them to have more encounters of the Lord, more than I had in their age. It has been recorded about me from the age of four. From the age of four. So my heart is pumping a lot for them because I can see the hand, the wicked hand of the evil one preparing to make life hard and terrible for your children. Those of you who are youths in this generation, in the Western world, not in Africa. In Africa is suffering from headlessness. There is no head in Africa. Are you with me now? That is the fact about Africa. They are headless. Because they have so much resources for the end time. But no head yet. Until God blesses them with heads. Then you will see the, the elephant that has been beheaded. Arise in mighty power. But you see the West. Satan thought he had finished all of you who are Christians and that he had totally dismantled all what you stand for. Okay? But that revelation given unto me, I'm so happy. Because those of you who are here, who hear my voice, if the Lord tarries, as long as I live, it cannot take place. I'm saying that. The reason is because a spirit is a spirit. If you put me to jail, I want to go to jail. It means that there are people in jail that need to hear the gospel. I'm not afraid of all those rubbish. I've gone to where I should be killed without I've been afraid of them to speak the truth. Talk less where you can't kill me. You can't kill me in Europe. And if anybody dare to come to my house, whatever he see at the gates is his problem. Oh yes, oh yes. You step at my, my gate is open day and night. You step in there with an evil intention. Then you know whether there is God. But you see, I see the generation of those of you who are children and young, and the children you are giving birth to that. Satan is trying to destroy you through law. To make life impossible for you to breathe. To destroy your families. To destroy the children. So much more that Christians cannot have liberty to express their view in any society unless you deny Christ. I would together. And that's the reason why I'm so happy with you because I will pump you that only you who are here in this house will deal with that devil in Europe. Only if you follow me. If you follow me. There is a lot of words I speak before you that are very coded. And I tell you my strategy. My strategy is very easy. Two things will govern the, the government of the nations, of the earth. One is brain intelligence. Human intelligence. Academic, deep academic knowledge. And right knowledge. Second is spiritual and in this church, I'm programming you that some of you will sit in decision-making position in various societies, various organizations. And that's what I'm working at now. 
And I see by the grace of God, by f- this is 2023, <laughs> because we're already in 2023, <laughs> by prophetic calendar. By the time we reach uh, 2020, yeah, 10 years plus 3 is uh, 13. Yes. 20. 33. 23. Yeah. By the time we reach 2033, all of you will be laughing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, because you will get there. It's not a matter of maybe, may not be. Follow me. I'm going somewhere. You will rule in this country. Are you with me now? In whatever capacity, whatever level, whatever career you are, when it's 10 years' time, I will stand before you and begin to point you out. You, you are the judge over there. You, you are the uh, policymaker and civil engineer. You, you are emotional. That's what I'll be doing with you. But won't follow me. I would be now. But at the same time, spiritually, no one can confront you in this country. The dread of Christ with tabernacle will fall on the devil in this country. You will see the revival in my lifetime that will bring Satan to his knees. But you must follow me. You understand? And when I say follow me, you understand what I mean? As I follow Christ. No playing of games. Life is easy to live. Success is easy to achieve. Only by those who know the route to it. One information can make a very magnanimous difference in your struggle. Just one information. That's what you get from me. But I want to thank you all. Especially those of you I can see now here. I want to thank you. Because that's the path you're following. Don't let anyone deceive you by any mediocrity. Just continue. Okay? <laughs> we are laughing now. But our laughter will soon stop. Uh, it will end up in gearing. Is it gearing? Not the gearing that do mad, mad, what do you call it? I mean gear. When laughter becomes <laughs> Yeah? Hilarious. Eh? Okay. A laughter that you will laugh and you will not be able to stop laughing. At that time you are laughing, Satan is mourning. People who have roasted the nation of England will wake up to discover that some people have entered the boiling oil and it is through their boiling oil they are receiving strength. Are you with me? They never knew the name Son of God. In Persia, until they made a blunder in Babylon to take the three children of God and put them in fire. And that day, they understood information of air condition was given to mankind. But the air condition is the fire condition. That is when they saw that one that manifests in fire, the one who created fire and who controls the temperature of fire until they threw them in that fire before they recognized that there is another fourth man there whose appearance is like the son of God the ungodly will testify to you that you are a child of God you know the guy who said that is a, is a Satan worshiper I will together now so just follow me because today is Thursday and tomorrow is Sunday I want, to, I want us to finish this service on time but let me just give you some scriptures 
the things that I wanted to teach you, I told you, I will teach you on the weapons of warfare, God's weapons of warfare. Okay? And we will do that. But while I was preparing for God's weapon of warfare, there is something that struck me, and it's called the battle in the heavenlies. The battle in the heavenlies. Just five minutes, let me talk. You know, with all what I've taught you the first and second day, you now have complete understanding of the origin of warfare. Yes? Hey, talk to me now. So that we can go home quick. So, you all know it now. Very, very, you can defend it as, a, as someone who defends his thesis. Not by just speaking, but by the reference of the scriptures I gave you. Revelations 12, from 7 and 11 and 12 especially. 7, 8, 9, 11 and 12. And also, I take you to Isaiah 14, 12. And, you know, the, the next five verses after it. And then Ezekiel 14 times 2, 28. Carry 12 over 12. Okay? Now, but I'd love to tell you tonight, before we break bread, that we will look very structurally or structured into the structure. There are two, two governments on earth the kingdom of God and the world. Those are the two kingdoms. That the Bible reveals. Now, we're going to look at the structure of the world. And the structures of the kingdom of God. Yes? Now, in the top of the structure of the world is Lucifer. Satan. The devil. The dragon. Serpent. Those are the acronyms of him we saw in the scriptures. In the structure of the kingdom of God is Jesus Christ. Alright? That's the top helm of the structure. But if you look at after Christ in the organogram of the structure of God is they are the angels. Under Satan they are the demons. And you saw that yesterday in the, for the past two days, isn't it? Yes? Good. So, under the demons, what are the demons? Spirits. What are the angels? Spirits. They are unseen. Lucifer is unseen. Jesus is unseen. Angels are unseen. Demons are unseen. But of course, yesterday, we look further into the breaking down of the structure of the world and its ruler. And we read from the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse, from verse 10. You don't even forget, when, you, when, I, when, I, when I speak to you every day, you owe a duty. Your duty is to go home that night and check what I've, I've said. Because church is not just a place somebody speaks, another just uh, sit down. It's a place where you come to receive lecture. And those lectures, you will need them when you don't see me. Not because I've died. You will go to places I will not go. Something will happen in your office. And I will not be there. Something will happen to you in your dream. I will not be there. 
The lecture I've lectured you, the words I've spoken to you that you have received and you have written and you have digested is what will work for you. Are you with me now? I had a testimony today that made my heart bubble. Two testimonies really. One of the testimonies says somebody who had a dream and in the dream he was having an encounter but he remembered a statement I made and that made a difference in that dream. Apostle said and that's it. That's it. So when I teach you, you go home and read it. If you, if you, it's only nice in CFT, the founder said, if you disagree with what I say, come to me. I'm the one who pioneered this church. Come to me. You come because you want to know, not because you want to argue. And I've met people outside who are not members of my church, who are pastors, who want, who came to argue. And what happened to them was that because they came to argue, and I was not, and I was not aware, God did astonishing thing in their midst. They came out of the congregation before me. They knelt down, begging. It happened in uh, Igodu in Nigeria. Pastor Tayo, Pastor Dapo was there. These guys came because they believed that what I what I teach about deliverance is not true. Because they are deliverance ministers. And they were with me for three days. On the third day, we had a minister's meeting. And as we were in the meeting, suddenly a madman entered the church. And he was mad. He was shouting aggressively as he was coming. The ministers ran. And I was teaching. And the word man came from the right side and was coming towards the aisle, shouting with torn clothes, almost naked, violent. Pastor Dakwa was sitting there with me, he in the front, just with me then. I was teaching. And I kept on teaching. And suddenly the madman got to the aisle. And I said, Sit down. And he fell backwards. And he sat. And I said, Listen to me. When I'm speaking, devil don't speak. Because when I'm delivering the word of the most holy God, I'm hearing from heaven to speak. What is the devil that will interrupt the meeting? It's not demons, it's about Jesus. And I taught them for one hour. I, you, know, you know, when I teach ministers, if you're in a haste, don't come to my teaching. Oh yes, that's it. And at the end, I looked at the man. I said, you foul spirit, out in the name of Jesus. And the man hit his head. He was sitting on the floor. His head hit the floor. Bah! When I moved to him, he would go. When I moved away from him, he came. When I moved towards him, when I rebuked that spirit in the name of Jesus, the power of God hit his head to the ground. And I picked my Bible. I said, come on, let's go. And my son, Pastor Taiwo, he was the church. We went. And when we went... The other intercessors have surrounded him. They waited for him to wake up. When he woke up, he said, why am I naked? They took him, and the, the deliverance ministers who came to antagonize, they sat there. That they want to see the end of this. He said, why am I naked? They said, you are mad. He said, I'm not mad. He told them his name. He told them his address. He told them his wife and his children's names. So we went to eat. They now came to us and said, the man is 
He has woken up. I said, you guys take care of him. And then, by the time I came, they had given him a new clothes and they brought him to, to sit down. He was in his rightful mind. They took all the information, he said. And that was the concession. So I came in for the second session, and I was teaching them about the supremacy of the name of Jesus Christ. God gave him a name that is above all names, that at the name of Jesus, every niche is about of things, up, middle, down, and under. And you can't tell me it's not true. By anything, you can't tell me it's not true. And these guys came forward and said, Sir, I said, you have a question? There were three of them or so. One of them came to my right to me and knelt down and held my legs. And I picked in my spirit that he was a deliverance minister. And his questions have been answered. And I said, brother, you are a deliverance minister. I said, yes, sir. I said, okay, tell me what you want to say. He said, I want to apologize on behalf of all of us that we are sorry. He said to me, we always discuss among ourselves when we watch you on television, that what you are teaching is not true about deliverance. That how could you not conduct deliverance for people? How is it that you say all Christians don't need deliverance? How could you pastor people who will, you will not conduct deliverance for them? He said, but today I can say that I agree with you. What you said is Jesus cast out demon with a word. Anybody who does more than that, he should tell me who sent him. You put a madman in the midst of you, and you are saying, demon, come on, come on. Who did that? Who did you see do that? That is my own message. If you didn't do it in Jesus' way, you can never tell me it's God behind it. No matter what you become, no matter what manifestation you are seeing, if you don't do it in Jesus' way, as far as I'm concerned, it's nothing happening. And I walk away from there. I don't have time to waste over demons. Jesus didn't come to this world wasting time over demons, praying over demons. Did you see anywhere in the Bible says you pray over demons? It's with tears. The man said, we believe. We were there yesterday. They were with me a day before. In a place where we were doing crusade in front of the shrine. In that same place. I danced all over the whole place. When the power of God, that was the place when the Lord first told me to take the cup, drink, and the water, and throw it on the people. When I did that, people were flying in the air. All the, the chairs were crashing all over the place. Those, from the choir, I started. So, what I'm saying is this if you have questions, ask. And I'm saying to those on television, if you are criticism, come. <laughs> Whichever one, God will meet with you. And so, I was telling you about the structure of government. Yes? I want to wear the cap of your knowledge in government or in any relative studies about government. When we look at this. Not tonight, because you have to go home. So you have the head of the church, Christ. You have the head of the world, Satan. You have their cohorts. Angels for Jesus, demons for Satan. Then you have the human embodiments 
Alright? These are the three constituents of each government. Okay? Now, when I teach you that, you will see from the scriptures, as you have from the book of Daniel reference, that Satan, when he was cast to the earth, now you know where he was cast to the earth, when he was cast to the earth. The reference where he was cast to the earth. Come on now, why are you looking at me like that? You know it, isn't it? For the past three days, you have talked about it. Who? How are you falling on Lucifer? I have helped you with uh, Kronje. <laughs> All right. And then Revelation 12, 11 says that he was ca- uh, 12, cast out of the earth with his holy angel, with his angels. So, now, now you understand me. The embodiment of the, the human embodiment of the world system are called occults. Occults. And cults as well. When I teach you that, I will help you know the difference between occult and cults. There is cultism in the church, but there is no occultism in the church. I would mean now. Mind control. But occult is idol worshipping. Now, anywhere in the world where you have cults and occults and all stuff like that, is under the embodiment of Satan. Okay? Unfortunately, some of them have come into the church and called themselves ministers just to deceive the world more. They are not part of the church. The, a place where you call church, it does not make it a church. Because in Nigeria, where I originally came from before I became British, are you with me now? I'm a British now, but my heritage is Nigerian. Yes? So I'm a British Nigerian. My children are British Nigerian. My children's children to the 10th generation are British Nigerian. Until Nigeria, we have a colony in Britain. (laughs) What are you talking about? Is it not a good thing that you have Jamaican English, you have Nigerian English, you have Indian English. You, at least Indians have got that colony already. Isn't it? In in UK. So why we got to not have colony? Ashanti Kotoko, it must be here. <laughs> or say Tutu. <laughs> I, either Desmond Tutu or Desmond Buno, the same thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, <laughs> so you have this set of people sent by the devil to camouflage. They go to Bible school, they become ministers, they can be bishops, they can be apostles, they can be prophets, anything. But they are messengers from hell. Their assignment is to destabilize the church. And with them, they practice cultism. They, those guys will come in the name of Jesus and they will distort everything. They will present it very appealing, and the ignorance will follow them. So you have that part of the machinery of the human machinery of the world system, governed by Satan. And then you have the angels. And when I say angels in this word, in this time, I mean I, I, I will classify all 
various angels as angels like cherub, seraphs, and seraphs. They are called all of them angels. Okay. Now, let me now tell you something that you have that they don't have in that kingdom. That makes the difference for you who are the human embodiment of human agent in the kingdom of God. There is one person that Jesus and the Father has given you. His name is Holy Spirit. And they don't have it. There is no personality who is the coordinator of the whole system. Because Satan loses control of the system too. He delicate power and people can abuse that. They can do anything with the power. But in the church of God, the Holy Spirit of God is the one given who works in all. And that's the reason why one of the supremacy of the church that you belong to, human. You know, I told you something before, and I remind you again. One of the times I was having conversation with the, with the Lord, He told me one day, when I was thinking about a particular issue, and I was trying to think, but, but Lord, how can this be so? He said to me that, are you me? Lord, I'm not. He said, you worship the unseen God. He said, why don't you allow the unseen God to handle the unseen matters? Why do you worry your brain over what you cannot understand? And he said, concentrate on the visible so that you can get more revelation to solving the problem that is visible. And trust me, I'll take care of the unseen. And the Lord told me that. So, and that stopped me from worrying over anything. Let me tell you, yesterday I was teaching, you know, two days ago, I'll tell you this. Two days ago, I led you to pray violently over your families and cousins and nephews and nieces and, yeah. But you know that in the morning my, my nephew died. I just received a phone call when I called, was coming yesterday that this, my nephew, died. And is the first son of my elder brother. And how did he die? Yesterday, he was buried in the evening when I was coming here. He went to do a repairs. And while he was going, a motorcycle avoided a trailer and hit him. And he hit his head immediately. But then he didn't die instantly. But you know he's in Nigeria. They called their 911. They did not show up until four hours. Of course, understand in England today also, it is like that. So it's not a Nigerian thing. Even the England one, they said that they called 999. They didn't show up until nine, nine hours. Who is behind all this? The devil. Disrupting every system. I will cover that with you. How can we have a very good system before in England that works? And suddenly, we voted some people. They promised to improve it. They took decisions and everything went haywire. How can that be? There is somebody behind the button, unseen. Is it there? So, I was coming here to minister. When the second day of fasting, I received the news on the car, uh, before I entered my car, that this boy is there. I said, okay, get this pastor. I arranged for his burial. I arranged the funeral when I was just getting into my car. And I drove here. It doesn't matter anything to me. Because I told you when I was teaching you 
That anybody can die at any time. You know, hear me say that. He's in his 40s. Probably about 45 or so. And I said something again when I was teaching you. God will not permit you to be killed if you are a child of God. Unless your time is up. Christians don't die by sickness. Christians don't die by accident. They die when God says come. Because our God has the power. That boy that died yesterday. He will have stumbled by. An angel could push him. And he will stumble and fall. Just one minute. He will escape that death. Somebody can just come and interrupt, intercept him at home. And delay him. One minute he will avoid. So God has so many means he can make him avoid the death. Alright. God can reveal it. We can call him and tell him, stay at home. Death is on these streets. Don't go through there. And he will avoid it. So when God didn't do that, it's because God just wants him to come. I will get there now. Sometimes we cannot settle in our brain why God will ask somebody to come like that. But the basic thing is this. God lent us to the families on earth. We came from him. He owns us. Now when the owner wants to take his thing, after lending you that thing for some time, how can you who was lent begin to tell the owner, ah, eh? What do you expect God to do when he was sending you and he's going to miss you for some time? We don't think about that. Then now when God says, give me my, my thing. Then we all start to break down, we all start to cry, we all start to mourn. This guy... Another thing, I went home in September, and I was just beside, you know, his house, apartment. And I told my other brothers, they were all, you know, each one of, you know, each one of the family members, we have land in that place, because the whole area belongs to us, in Lagos. I said, okay, what about this boy? Oh, my immediate brother, I said, oh, you know, he's doing fine, and he told me, you know, update about him. And I said, oh, because my time is up, I'm going for a meeting. I was going to preach then. I said, okay, tell him when I come back next year, I will, I will come and visit him. But anyway, I'm happy that he's okay, you know, because I'm the head of the family. That's the one that just left. So, what do I do? Jesus told me, you, are, you have an unseen God. He said, let him handle what is unseen. From that day, my brain changed. I don't think about what is unseen. Neither do I think about what I have lost. If it belongs to me, it will come back. In peace. And if the Lord took that, the journey continues. Am I with you now? Yes, sir. So, in conclusion, I've given you a, a picture of the government structure of God's kingdom on earth and the satanic structure of the kingdom of Satan on earth. Now, when next I come before you, we will look at how the two operations work on earth. And I will tell you, you remember when we read last, yesterday about the flaming arrow of Satan? Don't forget it. Hmm? 
the flaming arrow of the devil. I said I will help you understand what are the flaming arrows of Satan. And we looked at that in the book of Ephesians. Also, I told you, pride is a fundamental killer. You remember, we learned that lesson. You must not forget it. Satan would not have been proud if he was not put in place. The reason why Satan was proud was because God just gave him an authority over among his contemporaries. God created all angels and made this one and said that you are archangel. In other words, you are in charge of these people under me. And God now, because of the function God created him to do, he now created him different so that people can see him. You know, like you see me in color. You see me, I wear a cross. I don't wear a cross because cross is fanciful. I wear a cross because I'm a bishop. I'm the presiding bishop or archbishop or pope of Christ's faith. <laughs> Tabernacle International Churches. And so, in our bishopry, sign of a bishop, one of it is, you wear the cross and this pink I wear is different from the one that the other ministers wear. They wear black. I have black too. But when we want to distinct, I put on the pink. Because when you see a pink, you know that is the bishop. Alright? So, God distincts anyone that he assigns into an office. Up till this hour. We'll talk about that too. That's why when God distincts a person as a prophet, he will have ability to see. Others cannot see. He will have ability to have dreams all the time. Others cannot. You may come in and out of him. God assigns someone to be a teacher. When he takes the Bible, he will pieces it. And others cannot. Because when God assigns you, he decorates you. And so he did that to Lucifer. But then Lucifer felt at the time that he was different from the rest of the class. How many of you are working in that? Just garbage it. Because God resists you. The moment you do that, God will resist you. The moment you feel classism in the church... God looks at you from afar. That's what the Bible says. He looks at the proud from afar. You can speak in tongues, I don't care. That tongue, you better you don't speak it. I will keep your mouth shut when you walk in pride. Are we together now? And anybody who will be a successful shepherd must live the life of Christ, which is humility. If anybody allows his office or position to enter his head, he had already been removed. He's just waiting, burning low, to be kicked out. It will not happen to you. Amen. But you must not give yourself to pride. People cannot be proud if they are not given office. If you see somebody who is begging to apply in a company at a lower uh, position, he's begging all of them. The moment they make you director, finish. Or they make you, even some doing even reach director, they just make you the head of cleaners. Is accusing, oppressing other cleaners. That are, what is it? In the kingdom of cleaner, there is a king. And you begin to lay burden on the subordinates. And people like that can say they are born again too. Isn't it? No, be so. Uh And then, what happened to Lucifer will happen to them. And that's why the devil became the devil. 
And God classified the pride as wickedness, as we all saw together in Isaiah. That's until wickedness was found in you. Whatever you are, okay, don't wear it on your head. If you are trying to prove that you are a leader, it's because you are a failed leader. A leader don't prove. You manifest and people will recognize it. But when you are trying to make your people recognize, do you recognize who I am? Do you know does it? It's because you are a failed person completely. Or you try to make things happen to make them feel like you are a leader. You failed. It should be spontaneous. You don't try to be a man or a woman. Isn't it? When they see you as a woman, when you are a girl, they say you are a girl, and then suddenly you begin to grow older. And the features of women begin to happen. They will come and ask your father, they want to marry you. Are you with me now? So you don't have to go and be proved that I'm a lady. No, we see it happen. Yes, and the person who likes that will just come to your father that I want to marry your daughter for my son. If it doesn't happen in England, by the grace of God, it will start happening. <laughs> you didn't say amen to that. You didn't say amen to that. You know, that's the reason why we have so many marriages, they lost control. And then, you know, People don't marry, they don't know one another, they don't have, they don't have genealogy. So they can marry in, uh, in the Kentucky Fried Chicken and go and divorce in McDonald's. <laughs> Marriage is over. But you know, if it is like Abraham, Abraham said, go to my people. So, so what I'm saying is that you don't struggle to be what you are. And because of that, whatever you are, you owe it unto God who gave it to you. And it's to help others to live an exemplary life of which people will call humility. But in the real sense, you are living normal life. If anybody does not live a life of humility, you are living abnormal life. And it's shipwrecks. So we saw that in our lecture over this week. May the Lord strengthen and bless you. Shall we stand upon our feet, please? I want us to thank God for grace and mercy tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just bless your holy name. to the head of the church. Let me read the scriptures to you. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things we are created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones powers or rulers or authority or I love it all things we are created by him and what for him he is before all things and in him all things what hold together and he is what the head of the body the church he is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead 
so that in everything he might have supremacy. That is your God for you. That is your God for you. That is the one we answer to. That is the one that sends us. So we have no apology to bind the devil. We have no apology to say sin is sin to any government or to anybody. We have no apology to refuse to sin under any law. We are not compelled to agree with sin. We are compelled to disagree with sin. And we are not going to be shot. Our mouth cannot be shot by any being or any institution when it comes to what the Bible says. If the Bible says something is sin, it is S-I-N. Period. No apology to anybody. It has nothing to do with human rights because we also have spiritual rights. Are you with me now? We live in the world that we must speak to the face of the devil. It's the same God yesterday, today, because he is the head of all things. Lord, we thank you for this great word. We thank you, Father, for the mystery of you still being in control. But yet, you became flesh and dwelt among us, and you were called the Son of God. We thank you for your supremacy in sharing with us in death, so that you may be the leading man in resurrection eternal. We give you the praise and honor and glory, the mystery that confound the devil and the kingdom of hell. When your body laid in the grave, and they were celebrating in hell that they have at last overcome they never recognized in hell that you were their maker. And on the third day, breath came into your body. The angel of God descended in power of the Most High. And the hell broke loose. And you rose from the dead. Lord, with a resurrection body, but still partook in the earthly operations. Because you said to Thomas, touch me, I'm not a ghost. You did not resurrect with a ghost body. You resurrect with a resurrection body. Which is similar to the body that we hold, but divine. Pure and spotless. That has no barrier in movement. And Lord, that you give unto us by the shedding of your blood. The Bible says that Jesus destroyed every covenant that stands against us with all his legal demand. He nailed them on the cross, triumphing over him. He triumphed over the devil on the cross. He said, I haven't canceled principles and power or destroyed principles and power. You made a public show of them by the cross. You led captivity captive by the cross. Lord, we bless your name for the cross of Calvary. We thank you for the cross of Calvary. As the devil gave you the cross and it became the weapon to crush his head. So everything the devil had placed before us shall be weapons to crush the head of the devil. For the God of peace will destroy Satan's head. He will bruise Satan's head. He has bruised Satan's head under our faith. And we thank you that we can ride on your victory even in this time as we are not. Thank you for the days to come. The days of the shining lights that the world will know that you are God. Through mortal men like us, we bless your holy name. We celebrate you, Father, in Jesus' anointed name. I want to bend your knees where you are, if you can, just sit down. And I want to speak to God. Ask the blood of Jesus to cleanse you. 
if you cannot kneel down because I recognize that some of you are not able to just talk to the Lord to cleanse you you need cleansing power of Jesus Father, we bless your name. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Shall we rise up together, please? Can I have the ministers come around me? For I receive from the Lord what I also pass unto you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. A man ought to examine himself, therefore, before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup for anyone who drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord drinks judgment on himself that is why many among you are weak and sick and a number have fallen asleep and died but if we judge ourselves we would not come under judgment our God and our King, we thank you for your blood that was shed, and we thank you for the body that was broken. Let your grace be upon every one of us as we celebrate this together. The covenants that you have made, 
with us concerning this obedience let it be manifest in everyone in jesus anointed name we are prayed amen and amen father we thank you you are the manna that came from heaven and we thank you that on the last day we will sit with you at your table to partake in this communion the body of Christ was broken for you take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful the blood of Jesus was shed for you take this remembrance that Jesus died for you take this remembrance that Jesus died for you the body of Christ was shed for you the blood of Jesus was shed for you take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful the body of Christ was broken for you the blood of Jesus was shed for you take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful father we bless your name the blood of Jesus was shed for you the body of Christ was broken for you take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful Lord we thank you for the cross and we thank you for the victory of the cross we give you the praise and glory and honor we bless your holy name Lord in Jesus anointed name together the blood of Jesus was shed for you take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful and be drunk together
can you look at Pastor Tyler, please, every one of you who are moving so that he directs where you go. And I need uh, two of you to go up straight away to the people upstairs. You can sit down, please, so that we know that uh, those who have been served. just confirm that everyone has been served yes can I ask is there anyone visiting with us for the first time if this is your first time of coming to Christ with Tabernacle put your hands together for our sister choir sing to welcome her celebrate her 
You could be seated, please. Can I just say that there's a form in the park you are given? Please fill the form and you can drop that with us. I'm sure you have enjoyed your three days launching pad. I cannot hear you. All right, so I'll, I'll give room to Pastor to come and do the announcement and then I will come back to you. Where is Pastor Tyler? the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, we've welcomed those who are watching with us for the first time. Just to remind us, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, where would we be? Here at the cathedral and at 7 a.m. New Cross. Actually, we, we get the seven, here at 9 a.m. at New Cross, 7 a.m. Those New, new Cross, those, who are those in the New, in new Cross? Hey... Praise the Lord. And the Black Cathedral. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So let's come ready tomorrow to receive that which God has for us on the fourth day of the, year, of the month of December. Please, if you're joining us for the very first time online as well, please let us know you've joined by sending us an email to admin at cfcchurches.org. Just quick reminders, all workers, we are or we should all have registered our interest, or not just our interest, confirmed that we will be attending the Christmas dinner. And you should have done that by last night. If not, please ensure you do it tonight. And let your, if you're not going to be there, it needs to be accompanied. Let your leaders know and explain precisely. Because at 12 noon tomorrow, the leaders will be reporting back to let us know those who would not be attending and the reasons why they would not be attending. And it's important that you explain exactly why. We want to learn from it because we want to understand what barriers exist at the moment, if any. And it's very, very important. Feedback is important as part of the process. Very, very important. Because it's not enough for us to just mandate all of us to come in if we don't know what might be the blockages. But otherwise, please know. And the same goes for all ordained leaders. Deacons, deaconesses, elders, and their spouses, pastors, and their spouses, of course, we all know will be there. We'll also need to confirm those who are attending by coach as well. I believe there are, we need some men, is it all men, or is it just four men tonight? After service tomorrow, 
Praise the Lord. Protocol, actually, we'd mandate all the protocol members. So we'd invite all the protocol after the service tomorrow to please join Elder West. Please wait behind with Elder West. Protocol men, protocol, well, all men. All protocol members are men, aren't they? Yes? <laughs> okay. And um, would invite all the, uh, would mandate, would mandate some of the members, the ushering team to join Dickiness Adebayo as well. After the female members of the ushering team, after the service tomorrow, please wait behind to assist Dickiness Adebayo. And, and any, any woman, any woman that wants to be, to be part of the altar team for tomorrow only. Just for tomorrow. You've got a special announcement. You've got a special assignment. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, can I invite us to um, are the choir coming forward? I'd just like to invite uh, our Father and Lord choir, please come forward. Again, apologies that the heating is not on yet, but as Apostle announced last, last night, work is going to be underway in the course of this week. But keep warm. Stay warm. For tomorrow, put a few more layers on. You should know my mantra by now. And then it's okay. Praise the Pastor Tyler, you are fired. <laughs> I think that fire is the Holy Ghost fire. <laughs> Amen. Shall we rise all together, please, church? Give glory to God, church. Give glory to
God answer you whenever you cry to Him. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May the God of Isaac, the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob send help to you from their sanctuary. The Father's Son, the Holy Spirit will grant you support from Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices, your giving, your tithing, and all your offerings. And may the Lord accept all your prayers, your burnt offerings. May God give you the desires of your heart and make your plans, all your plans succeed. You will shout for joy when you are victorious and you will be victorious in every battle. We will all lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may He grant all your requests for this year. As we are going to the ebb and the end of 2022, you will not be wasted. It is written, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The pillar of glory of God will tabernacle over you. It will tabernacle over your household. The, the tricks of the devil in this end time will not be able to penetrate you. May the Lord God of the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he change all your dreams to revelations. May you be free from the marauding spirit of hell that go into the dreams of people to torment them. May you receive unction from heaven to torment your tormentors. Every sickness and every illness that was found in your body shall be no more. The will of God for health shall be fully enforced over your mortal body. Your sickness will give way. Organs shall be changed. Blood shall be transfused. Every form of pain shall give way. Your body will receive the fire of the Holy Spirit. Your mind and your soul will receive the fire of the Holy Spirit. Everything the devil has planted within you shall be destroyed by fire. You will leave this month into a new year. You will, you, will, you will leap for joy. Your soul will leap for joy. You will glide on the wings of angels. So it shall be for you. And so it is. In Jesus' anointed name. Shall we lift up our right hand to heaven and share the grace as in Hebrews 13. Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Turn to someone and read the general grace in Hebrew uh, in Second uh, Corinthians thirteen fourteen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Shall we sing together that shall be shouts of blessing? It will fall in your house.
to us according to our confession. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.